in this bulletin. The Reserve Bank lifts rates again for the 10th consecutive time. Canada launches an inquiry into potential foreign interference by China. And in sport, promising start by cyclist Michael Matthews in the first major test of his European campaign. With the latest SBS News, I'm Gareth Boring. The Reserve Bank has again increased Australia's official cash rate. The official interest rate is now 3.6%, the 10th consecutive rate rise by the RBA. Treasurer Jim Chalmers has told Parliament the decision to lift rates by another 25 basis points has been widely expected. The Reserve Bank takes its decisions independently and that independence is an important feature Order. of our system. Uh, the government's job is to take responsibility for those things where, that we have an influence over. Australians understand that a lot of this inflation is coming at us from around the world and so we take responsibility for working through this inflation issue in a responsible and a methodical way. The Reserve Bank has been increasing interest rates aggressively in a bid to tackle inflation, which came in at a hotter than expected 7.8% in the December quarter, its highest level since 1990. Governor Philip Lowe says the Reserve Bank board expects further tightening of monetary policy will be needed to ensure inflation returns to its target level. Flooding has continued to impact the Northern Territory, with roads and bridges cut off and residents still in emergency evacuation centres. 200 metres of rail line has been washed away between Alice Springs and Darwin, with food supplies rerouted via road or air. Northern Territory Chief Minister Natasha Files says the Victoria Highway also remains cut off. She says steps have been taken to assist interstate neighbours using the highway for their own emergency needs. We've been in touch with Western Australia authorities, in fact, and the Commissioner can add more detail, but they sit in on our Emergency Operations Centre. I've reached out to the Premier and Premier's office uh, and... Um, They'll work through how they can get supplies into the top of WA uh, because we know that they've been using that road uh, considering the weather events they had uh, a few weeks back. Overseas and Canada's government has launched an investigation following a newspaper report alleging foreign interference in national elections by China. The Globe and Mail article cites unnamed intelligence sources alleging China worked to defeat conservative politicians considered unfriendly to Beijing in the 2021 poll. Prime Minister Justin Trudeau has asked a special investigator to probe the allegations, with a rapporteur to decide whether there should be a public inquiry. The Prime Minister has also called on Parliament's National Security and Intelligence Committee to review classified information on the matter. All political leaders agree that the election outcomes in 2019 and in 2021 were not impacted by foreign interference. But even if it didn't change the results of any of our elections, any interference attempt by any foreign actor is troubling and serious. The UK government is preparing to announce plans for a new law barring anyone entering through unofficial routes from claiming asylum and deporting them to a third country. Prime Minister Rishi Sunak has described migrants arriving via sea as queue jumpers, declaring he wants to stop boats from coming across the channel. The news has been met with dismay from advocates such as the Refugee Council, which says the plan would shatter Britain's commitment under the United Nations Refugee Convention. Care for Calais founder Claire Mosley also says the legislation won't stop the boats.
I cannot see any prospect of this stopping people from crossing the channel. Um, as we said, the, the Rwanda deal had no impact in people crossing the channel. Deterrence in general, for the last 10 years, our government has followed policies based on deterrence and none of them have had any impact on people crossing the channel. So why should this be any different? Authorities have released a preliminary report into a helicopter crash on Queensland's Gold Coast in January that killed four people and injured nine others. The Australian Transport Safety Bureau says surviving pilot Michael James saw five passengers boarding the second helicopter near SeaWorld as he was coming into land with his six passengers at another helipad. But Mr James has given evidence to the Bureau saying he doesn't recall his fellow pilot making the standard departure call before their choppers collided and crashed shortly after the second chopper took off. Chief Commissioner Angus Mitchell says the ATSB inquiry is far from over. To sport and in cycling, Australia's top-ranked road racer Michael Matthews has made a promising start to the first major test of his European cycling campaign. Matthews is well-placed in sixth position after the first two stages of France's celebrated Paris to Nice race to the sun. Matthews Giro d'Italia winning compatriot Jai Heinley has also made a good start, declaring himself pleased with his opening time trial in the week's other major week-long World Tour contest being held in Italy. He finished 16th, some 51 seconds behind Italian specialist Filippo Ganna. I'm Gareth Borum, and this is SBS News. Music